Hi, I'm Princess Rara. And I'm Dara, the Electro Khaleesi. And this is Pink Kink, the podcast where we talk about the pretty, twisted side of kink. Today's episode is produced by our electrifying pink kinksters. Thank you, Jay, Witcherman, Brianna Lynn, Daddy Jay, Fabe, Embers, Blossom, William P., Claire, Jam Today, Lady Blooding, Primal Empress, Roxy, Naughty and Nice, Butte Pain, Northern Sir, Manda Panda, Cat, Stefan, Shadow Phoenix, Serenity Deb, Robert, Ruby R., Christopher, Kilted Sir, Fire Good and His Good Boy Grant, Brian, May Cry Devil, Ruby Riot, Mistress Felma, Enchanted Sparrow, the Wombat, Impact Hazard, Twitch, Lioness X, The Midnight Girl, Sinful, Mrs. and Mr. Hart, J21, Daisy If You Do, Princess Katharina and Katharina's Thrall, Harley Chick, Violet Rain, Serenity Ah, Belle, Puppy Mike, Jedi Kitten, Eric, Cat Daddy, Sweetie Todd, Radically Blessed, Lady Affliction, Dr. Dave, Sunshine, Pumpkin Pie, Miss Tourmaline, S'more, Hacksaw, Kinky Katie, We Mad Beastie, To Be Better For Me, Sissy Annabelle, Forrest Jada, BP Bryn, Ray S, Crash Override, Becca, Sir Sin, Little Bean, and Kinky Bear. Pink Kink runs off the generosity of our devoted patrons. As a patron, you will become a member of our special Discord server, receive some adorable Pink Kink stickers, as well as have access to a monthly behind-the-scenes podcast. Patrons also get discounts at our Etsy shop, Pink Kink Boutique, and our online classes at Pink Kink Institute. In addition, our impactful and electrifying Pink Kinksters get special audio and video episodes. And finally, patrons at our highest tier will be recognized as producers, both here on the podcast and on our website. If you would like to become a patron, you can visit us at patreon.com slash podcast. Or click the link at pinkkinkpodcast.com. So this this episode needs to start with like a whole bunch of caveats. So many. All right. So Dara and I are really exhausted. But for but, two completely different reasons. <laughs> and nothing nothing having to do with the dungeon. Yeah. First time that's happened. I mean, we can pretend it's a Sunday morning when we normally record. So we could pretend that um, we're this exhausted because of Adventures at the Dungeon. But I believe in honesty and transparency with our listeners, and that's not the reason. No. You want to go first? Because <laughs> yours is kind of, like, well, funny. In well, my it, head. It, it's, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. Well, it's almost obvious because you'll hear that my voice is not quite up to par. I'm going to pretend I'm in my sexy voice stage, and if Dara tries to convince me otherwise, I'll hurt her. So... It's all good. Rara, uh, honey, we've been over this. You don't have a sexy voice. That's why I'm pretending. Oh, okay. Did you hear the word pretending? Okay. Well, right. we're going to let you hang on okay. to those illusions then. That's okay. But, but it is dungeon related. Kind of. I mean, technically? Maybe. Yes. We don't know which came first, the chicken or the egg. I would say the chicken. Well, the thing is, work also is sick. So I don't know. Oh. If- so I am involved. Either I got it from work and brought it to the dungeon, or I got it from the dungeon and brought it to work. Either way, I, I'm, hi, I'm the problem. It's me. <laughs> um, but I have COVID. Yay! I am one of at least four people that I know of 
who were at the dungeon last Saturday and ended up with COVID. Now, again, work is also my, my, my coworkers are also sick. So the first coworker got sick two days before the um, dungeon event. But we just thought oh. it was a cold. We just thought it was a cold. Because one of the problems with, and here we go, here's my, my medical PSA for the day. This new strain of COVID, the main symptom that everybody is showcasing is a sore throat. So everybody thinks it's like strep? It's strep where they think they've got allergies. I mean, it's allergy season. Allergies in the area are uh, delightful. Mm -hmm. And this area is so big with allergies. Right. So nobody thinks twice of it. I had no fever. I went to the doctor going, and I, and here's the other thing. I took two home tests for COVID and both came back negative. It just goes to show you how good we do with those. Right. So it's like, I don't have COVID. The test came back negative. And if I hadn't still been feeling yucky and thinking it was strep, I could continue spreading my COVID germs all around the world. Because Which is why we are doing this virtually today because yeah. I don't want to get sick. No, and I wouldn't do that to Dara. It, it, I mean, I like to torture her, but th this is not the That's kind of torture. That's a hard limit. No, Purple. it's for me too. I wouldn't do that to you mm -hmm. because I am a very good sick person. I just want to be left alone. I don't whine. I don't complain. I just want to be unbothered. I've been sitting on my sofa for three days doing an absolute binge watch of Love Island UK winter season <laughs> 2023, which apparently I missed. There's something like 66 <laughs> episodes. I watched episode 50 last night. So I'm almost when did you done. Start? Thursday? Oh, or that's a pretty good run. Yeah. Um, but that's also why I'm exhausted because after going to sleep early for several nights in a row, because it's what you do when you're sick, my body said, huh, that's funny. You don't normally ever get this much sleep. What are you thinking, lady? You're wide awake. You're fine. You're fine. It's a Saturday it's night. It's a Saturday night. You know what time you're supposed to go to bed on a Saturday night, and it is not a reasonable time. So I didn't even move off my sofa to go upstairs to bed till 3.30 in the morning. Fun times. It's what my body's used to. That's a Saturday night normal schedule for me. So anyway, I'm feeling okay. My throat is definitely on the mend, finally. Thank goodness. And I think I am allowed to leave lockdown tomorrow. Oh, that's good. Are you going to work? Um, it's up to it's up to my coworkers. We haven't discussed it yet. We're waiting to hear because um, one of them just got back from a trip from California. So I don't know if they've caught anything on the airplane. Yeah. And the other one seems to be a step behind me in how they feel. So probably don't go to work tomorrow. So listen, that's I'll explain that to the bill collectors. Yeah. Dara said I, I don't have the money for my bills because she said I shouldn't go to work. Yeah. That's fine. I don't have money for bills right now either. There you go. See? And that also has to do with my sleep deprivation. Well, ding, ding, ding. Your turn. Yeah. So my dog had to go for emergency ACL surgery on Thursday. It is now Sunday. So we picked her up Friday. I literally, I left work early Friday to go get her. And I've been sleeping on the couch two nights in a row so that I can be with her. Like she's in a little bed on the floor. I'm on the couch. We have guardrails. I don't know here, Rara, can you actually see this? Hang on. Mm -hmm. Can you, can you see yep. that? Okay. 
Yeah, we have guardrails all around my office, the couches, and um, so that the little dog can't get in and the big dog can't get out. I say little and big, but they're only like five pounds apart. I thought the youngest, and I thought the youngest was bigger. She's taller. Ah. Oh, so it's but, like me. It's like me and my sister. Mm-hmm. I'm older, shorter and fatter. It, well, yes, you're my older dog then. <laughs> <laughs> you're the older bitch. I'm the older <laughs> bitch. <laughs> That's what I've said. <laughs> yeah, uh, the younger dog is taller, lankier, has a shit ton of energy. So uh, keeping them separated. And this is, here's the deal. This is for 12 weeks. 12 weeks you have to do this? This the recovery time is twelve weeks that we have to keep her isolated in here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's a long ass twelve weeks. Yeah, I thought. Well, they originally I thought they said eight weeks, but it turns out it's like twelve. And I'm that's like, a long ass time. Fuck. Well, yeah. If you ever look up what they do for an ACL repair, though, it kind of makes sense. Well, it does for humans, which are easy to tell a human, don't do these things for 12 weeks. Well, for humans, it wouldn't take 12 weeks because humans wouldn't be walking around on their leg. Dogs do. That's true. You can't get little, hey, I want a little wheelchair for her. Yeah, go ahead. (laughs) Because right now, you know how she's walking? I have to take her out to go potty. Do you have to carry her out? Well, I did today, but that's because she wouldn't come back in. But I have to loop the leash underneath her hips and kind of like hold her and like support her back legs up a little bit. She is currently laying underneath my desk on my foot. So um, (laughs) she's on so much medication. For pain and stuff? Yeah, pain, inflammation. She wouldn't really let me ice it. So her whole leg is twice the size that it needs to be. You'd love it. It's got staples. Ooh. Well, if any come out, let me know. I have extra staple kits. I can repair it. Nah, she's good. Listen, I just opened up a, a box that I got because this is the other problem. I'm home with a lot of time on my hands with a computer that has access to, you know, purchasing. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a problem. So I just ordered, I just got my next shipment of more needles because I really, I needed to buy specific needles for my birthday scene. Mm-hmm. And I felt silly. They're only like six bucks for the box. I felt silly. Why am I purchasing for just six bucks? I might as well get other stuff too. Oh, you might as well. Yeah, obviously. Right? So I did. I got four boxes of needles. Uh, go ahead. Ask me what, sh- what store I get them from. Amazon. Shop Med Vet. They're veterinary okay, supplies. Okay, that makes so much more sense now. Okay, because you know how I have access to the... Pink Kink podcast email. Yeah. You see the emails? All the alerts. I was like, what the fuck is she getting from a, for a vet thing? Like her cat doesn't need all this stuff, does it? Now this pussy needs all the stuff. Obviously. Right. Yeah. So yeah, so I buy I my thought su- you were a bitch. I am both. You're a pussy bitch? Yep. I, okay. You are I'm sure you are too young to understand this, but if any of my older listeners Remember the show Cat Dog? I fucking remember Cat Dog. Okay. Well, I'm Cat Dog. I'm a pussy and a bitch. I am Cat Dog. 
Okay, we're going to have to add that to your list of terms, I think. <laughs> all I'm saying, that's all I'm saying. We're going to need, you have so many words that we need to add to your list. Like, I feel like we need to find some place to design like embroidered patches for you for all yeah. of these. Uh, you know, people say labels oh, are fun. People, th- people say labels are bad, but they've obviously never talked to a Virgo who likes to organize. Yeah, organize yourself. I or- organize everything. That's true. Oh, you would hate what I've been doing to my bookshelves. Oh, my God. Technically, it is organized, but organized according to my ADHD brain. Which means it makes sense to nobody but you. Exactly. Exactly. So right now it is all arranged by topic and then from there by uh, color and then from there by size. So normally, yeah, I know, I know. Author, author, and then for each author, alphabetical, unless it's a series, in which case then it's an order of the series. Yeah, publication order. But I'm going to, I'm going to caveat even that. First, you have to do it by genre, then by author, then by series. But I don't know why my brain suddenly decided, like, literally, it was organized like that. And then at some point over the summer, I was like, nah, and I just read it at all. How do you know where to find anything? Oh, trust me, I know where to find them all. Because I might remember the author and I might remember the title, but I won't necessarily remember what color the cover is. Um, you remember how I told you I actually have a digital uh but that's a whole extra step that now you'd have to look up in the library but just in case i know but see i already know what they look like i legitimately have all of this stuff memorized where they are where i put them for now well if i change hello adhd brain give it Uh, a bit you'll forget i don't forget my books yeah see i can't really do it by genre because there's like 95 percent of it is romance and the other five percent of it is stuff like quick books for dummies (laughs) <laughs> uh let's see most of mine is fantasy but then within fantasy i have all okay so like right now i can look at my shelf over well this shelf all of the books that have poison in the title are right there on the top shelf then i have a stack of all the books with witches then i have the apothecaries then i have well over there is all the ones that have to do with bone in the title like i don't know why i did see this. here's the problem I, why i couldn't do that so i could do it i could divide it by subgenre so i could have my daddy <laughs> so me. i could i, I figured that <laughs> <laughs> so i could have a daddy i could have a motorcycle I could have it. What if it's um, a daddy on a motorcycle, though? That's the problem. I have ones with daddies on motorcycles. So, like, where do they go? I have at I least. Know. Where do daddies on motorcycles usually go? I have at least three series that are daddies on motorcycles. <laughs> I don't know why my brain suddenly decided to organize my books like this. I just that's went with it. Just, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I've also, I've worked on podcast stuff. I was really proud of myself. Um, I think this comes, this will come out after my class on navigating fat life. Mm-hmm. But it's a two hour class that I, for the first time, I'm going, is two hours enough? Really? <laughs> yeah, because the plan for this class is, and, and for anybody listening, I am going to eventually record it. I have figured out how to record. Um my classes so in my copious spare time i will work on that and then they'll be available for purchase 
I heard um, the sarcasm dripping from that word. Because here's the problem. I have so many things that I want to do, and there's literally not enough hours in the day to do all of them. So I want to do all this. I have to work because, you know, bills. I have all the stuff Stupid to do with the podcast. I, I have to do all the stuff with the podcast. I have to read my romance novels because, A, that's my self-care. And, B, I've sort of started a side business of helping authors with that. Um, and then, of course, all the stuff for my topping, my my demo topping that I do all that. It's it, and then, of course, my other self-care is my trashy television. Can't give that up. Well, I also noticed that uh, our order came in for for something for our birthday. Yes, because you have that. I can't hide anything from you. I have to remember to use my other one of my other 17 emails. If I'm going to buy stuff, <laughs> listen, all I know is it's finally reached a point where I can buy stuff. And when Google wants to know which credit card it could use the, the podcast credit cards now in the system. Yeah. Thank so I don't have that. to, so I don't have to go grab my wallet every time. So the credit card is now in the system makes my life simpler. Oh, and I did. Very I good. Oh, and I bought a sign. So I that way, bought a sign. Well, well, this way when somebody says, I just need a sign. I'm like, I got, I got one. <laughs> I know. Sorry. Uh, I'm just, no. <laughs> listen, I'm an extrovert who's had to do, who's hasn't been peopling for days now. I'm a little losing You're my little, head. Are you, are you, uh, what is it? Slapless, sad. Yes. Very slapless, sad. Yeah. I, I can't it get got that so, out of my head. So it got so bad. I went, I video called a friend where we were just talking about one thing and then 30 minutes later. Well, you're desperate. I, I, it wasn't that I, I was desperate for contact, human contact. And I have found a friend to bitch with. And I think everybody in their life needs a friend to bitch with. Yeah, I what have, do you think I have you for? Right? Well, I bitch with you about stuff, but these are about people you don't know. So I needed to oh, bitch well, with somebody else. I, I would be useless in that situation. That's my point. That's why I reached out to somebody else. I do give very, very good uh, tea, though to you you do yeah you do the last give me one i gave you was a doozy yeah um but anyway so and i also spent of course my time on tiktok including having the nice lovely lady come on you've been on tiktok a lot of hours you know you can set parental guidelines to limit the amount of time you're on social media bitch if I, i'm a 50 almost eight year old woman if i want to spend hours scrolling tiktok watching stupid things like Karens and car crashes and puppy dogs. Oh, the Karens, the care though. Oh my God. Watching the Karens get their shit handed to them right now. That's my favorite thing. I keep waiting. I have yet to, I have yet to run into a Karen in the wild and I'm waiting for that day. But you're the kinky Karen. I'm the kinky Karen. That's different. I am apparently for those who don't know, because I don't know if we've ever talked about this on the we did talk about this on the podcast on the edu on the ethical education thing. But in case for those few who don't listen in order and you know who you are, <laughs> I have been labeled a kinky Karen because I had the audacity to correct some people who are quote unquote educators. Yeah. So the other day, so speaking of out of order. The other day, uh, somebody pops into the Discord, new, oh, welcome, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, hey, I started listening out of order, but then uh, I heard Dara shaming me about that. So I started listening in order. I was like, I didn't shame you specifically. So Dara won't kink shame, but she will listen in order shame. Yeah. 
So you can't yell at me because that is my OCD Virgo trait. Liz, I don't. I think it's funny because here's the thing. I have two kinks. One is organization. <laughs> and the other kink is watching you get frustrated and angry. So the problem is, is these two kinks don't always work together. <laughs> and this is one of those cases. So which kink is the stronger? My need for organization or my joy and need to watch you lose your shit. And right it's now, watching the joy you lose your shit. Watch, yeah, I was going to say, making me lose my lose shit, shit is going to win every it, time for you. It is. So the fact that people listening out of order under normal circumstances would drive me insane, but I'm loving it. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> listen, McDonald's. Uh, but no, here's the thing, though. I, I know how to get you back. I know, but we've also been told what will happen if you mess with my toys again. No, no, no. Not just that. I have a new one. I forget what it is. Posting pictures of my phone battery being below 80%. Yeah, I have a thing. Listen, are you so (laughs) proud of me? I was in the 50s yesterday. I was impressed. I wasn't proud of you because that's stupid, (laughs) but I was impressed. It really started to twitch and I had to plug it in. (laughs) So me and Violet after her interview, which you guys won't hear until Until after this episode, episode, but I'll just give you guys a sneaky peek. Uh, Me and Violet... We're we're absolutely going off on Rara and okay. like torturing well, her. With I feel this. I need to explain this. So I have certain fears nearing on phobias. One These is these are completely unfounded. One is running out of gas. Which I will tell you, and I've been driving for since I was 16. So for 42 years. I'm driving for 42 years, <laughs> and I've never run out of gas because the minute it starts to get under a quarter of a tank, my ass is at the gas station filling it up. All right. Note to self, start sending pictures of my gas tank when the check, when the light comes on (gasps) for the gas. Do you want to know? I've only ever had the light come on for the gas once. How old were you? I was, I was probably in my late forties. Okay. And I'm haunted by it. It's never happened again since. And it was, let me guess, it was because you told your husband to go put gas in the car and he did not. Oh no, no, no. I always put my own gas in the car. Oh, you're not that kind of princess. Well, no, because I don't want him driving my car because then he messes all the seats, <laughs> all the mirrors. It's not worth it. I'll do it myself. Um, <laughs> the other fear I have is running out of toilet paper. Oh, that's a big one, though. Okay. That's, and it, that's okay. not a, that's not a, uh, uh, what, you, what you call it, kind of fear, like unfounded. Fo- yeah. Well, it happened. It happened yeah. once while I was on the toilet. Now- I- it was my ex-husband's fault because he forgot to get it. It was on the list. Oh, that's the one. Okay, yes. Now, I, okay. I okay. mixed up toilet paper and gas. Yeah. So I would not leave the toilet till he ran to the store and brought me back toilet paper. He's like, here's some tissues. I went, no. First of all, they're bad for your system. Do not put tissues down the toilet. I said, but I'm also not leaving because you're the reason we're out. So I sat there. Luckily, the store was a mile down the road. So he ran, grabbed the toilet paper, and came back. But that's my other thing. So even my son is well-trained and he knows when we're down to like six to eight rolls left, (laughs) put it on the list that we need more. And then the third odd phobia I have is running out of power on my, any of my electronics. Okay. So now you have to tell again, how many different chargers you have in your purse? I have two battery packs in my purse, each battery pack could probably charge my phone 100% four times. Oh, and I also have a wall charger so that if I have the option to charge it into a wall and not use up the battery pack, 
then that's what I will do. You're a mess. And, and once my phone gets below 80 is when I start to twitch. You're a mess. So I don't like it below. I don't like, honestly, I really don't like it under 90, but I've learned to live with it in the 80s. All right. I've got a lot of different ideas for torturing you now. Thank you for all of those. Right. Like I'm at 95% right now. So I'm good. I'm happy. You're okay. You're I'm all right. Good. You can handle That's on, on that one. And then this, now here's the funny, that's mostly with my phone, my tablet. I'm okay with my tablet running like 65%. Fucking microphone is, what is it with my microphone and like <laughs> flopping? Because apparently you also make promises to your microphone you don't fulfill. Well, here, microphone, <laughs> let me stroke you. Is that going to make you feel better? Good Lord. Will you stay up for me now, please? I can't. You need to not be flopping. I can't. That's my phobia is having something flop over. When I'm in the middle of using it, you can't just flop. That sounds like my second ex-husband. <laughs> and here I thought you were laughing at me stroking the microphone and yet... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Ada. Poor dog is like, what the fuck are you screaming about? She's literally looking at me right now, just going, Will you stop cackling? Tell Auntie Rara to stop cackling. Uh, Fuck it, I'm leaving all of that in this episode. <laughs> There's actually ready. Are you? I'm going to impress the hell out of you. Oh God! And, because I'm going to take all these stories that we've been talking about, and somehow turn it into a connection to this episode. <sighs> okay. Are you ready? How? Yes. Are you ready? Sure. So, so I have this phobia apparently of running out of things. <laughs> wait! 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 I, wait, I got this. Yeah. You also have a phobia of running out of toys. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I finally figured out how your brain works. Good. Will you let me know? Uh, yes. <laughs> no. Because it only happened that one time. Okay. I'm sure there's going to be instances where I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so I, I just, I been making if you follow me specifically on tiktok because this is where i tend to do it i've been continuously making the oops i did it again i bought <laughs> another toy and it's gotten so bad that when i was at an event not the one that i caught COVID at but the the week before the oh, we need to talk about that one still by the way okay the person who runs that event came up to me and said oh by the way your toy isn't quite ready yet and i went oh fuck i ordered another toy <laughs> I had totally forgotten I ordered another toy. That's bad. So it was kind of funny that here I am with constantly buying new toys. And I had two TikTokers friends reach out separately, one directly to me. I'm going to give him a shout out, my friend Dollar, who's, in, who's in Florida that I'm hoping maybe I'll actually get to meet him in real life when I'm down there. Um, who, want, who suggested an episode on the cost of kink because he's a pro-dom and a lot of people, you know, I shouldn't say a lot of people, he gets a complaint every now and then about why his services cost so much. Because and, it costs a lot to do this shit. 
Well, right. And to get all the equipment that he's got. So he was talking about that. And then my friend Monk, shout out to Monk again. You, you, hey, if you're Monk. a regular listener, you know, we love Monk. Monk actually posted an article and did a TikTok about something called the 80-20 rule, which is that you will use 20% of your toys 80% of the time, <laughs> which made me laugh because obviously the person who wrote that article has never met me. Yeah, you use all of them. I use, not all of them, but a lot of them. So um, yeah, that's, well, anyway, kink, that's kink what we're going to talk expensive. about. Yeah, that's what we're going to talk about. My addiction and, you know, we, d- we do have an episode for those who don't have a lot of money to spend. It doesn't mean that you can't still kink. We have an entire episode on pervertibles. Violet is not here to tell me which episode number that is. I'm sorry. She will. As soon as she hears this episode, though, she'll be texting us right. and be like, hey. So there are ways that you can do this inexpensively. Um, not my way. No. Not mine either. <laughs> but that's what the, that's what today's topic is about. What the, are you this, doing to that microphone? I'm trying to make sure my microphone stays up. Okay, did you stroke it? Because that's apparently what you have to do. See, he hasn't fallen over recently. See, that's how you did. Um, did you want to? But apparently, I reminded you of something t- in regard to this event, yes. the last week of the dungeon. So, do you want to hurry up and get that story in? I. Hurry up. No, I thought we were just going to continue in this vein of talking about stuff and calling this the bullshit episode. I don't want to call it the bullshit episode because it's not bull and it's not shit. It's just us bullshitting around, though. We can call it the ADHD episode. Where Rob, no, Robert, no, we already did that one. No, well, not about. I mean, just in the sense of we're all over the place. <laughs> yeah, well, that's my normal okay. brain. Yeah. Okay. So remember how a couple of episodes ago you were going off about people touching your equipment and your toys without permission? Yep. Happened to me. Uh huh. At the last place, the last time we were at the dungeon, I was demoing. And this one was interesting because this was one of the very first times that I actually got to talk to people, not during a scene. Because normally I'm hyper-focused on a person that's on my table. That's all I do the entire night long is demoing. This time I had kind of an apprentice person with me. Shout out to Noir. You are amazing. She's going to be joining me for uh, a few more times while she learns how to do the electro. Um, Anyway, so she was doing a lot of the stuff like under my supervision. I'd be helping, but then I'd step back. So I got to talk to a lot of people, which helped me to notice more people, I guess. I don't know if it's just that I'd never noticed it before, if it was just more rampant this time, but I had to tell somebody, please don't touch my stuff way too many times, like an obscene amount of times. I think after the third one, I actually yelled at them and I was just like, hey, don't touch my stuff. And they're like, oh, I thought it was for sale. Why the fuck would you think that? Right. Is there a sign up that says for sales? Is there pricing signs up anywhere? Right. No. I'm literally using them. Why would you think it's for sale? I'd be happy to show you them and mm-hmm. answer your questions. But no, why would you fucking think they're for sale? So at that point, um, Rara and our friend Vixen were hosting. And they were ju- like, what, three feet away from me? Because my station is set up right near the entrance. So I ran to the curtain and I was like, guys, you have got to like restate numerous times. Don't touch people's shit. And just so you guys know, that is part of the rules. 
So we tell them, like I always start when I say I've got a pop quiz for you about consent. Mm -hmm. And then I go, what does consent mean? And we talk about the fact that consent means you don't touch people or their things without permission. Okay, well, then they're ignoring you. Yeah, maybe. They were like literally picking it up and trying to play with it. And like, luckily, it wasn't my glass stuff because then I'd have a huge, I'd have more of a problem because that's glass and easily breakable. Mm -hmm. And if the glass breaks, not only do you lose the toy, but cleanup's a bitch. Yes, but and we have to stop the entire station. And I would like here's the problem though: I had to sanitize all the stuff that they picked up, mm-hmm. which is a huge pain in the ass. Yeah, it's an like, extra I step san- you didn't need to take, right? And I have to sanitize after every person anyway. But like this was just more crap, and some of this is not easy to sanitize. So anyway, yeah, I was I was really really pissed off that night. Yeah, it's I I don't know what's going on. Hopefully it was just a full moon or something. Yeah, I think I might I might talk to the board about that. Like, can we put up signs or something? Because please, please, please stop touching my shit. Well, the problem is, is it, it is all of us who do the hosting. We tell people that. So we're telling them that I, if they're not listening to us, I don't understand. I don't think signs are going to help either. But at least then I can point to the signs and be like, hello. Yeah. Anyway, all right, toys. This came about because Monk and their sub Lulu were going to a dungeon event. And Monk was trying to decide what to pack. Because when you have a lot of toys, trying to decide what you're taking with you can be an adventure and a half. Mm -hmm. I will tell you that I have, and I've posted pictures of it. And since the pictures I've posted, I've gotten more toys. So it's worse or better, depending upon how you look at it. I don't take every toy I have. First of all, I couldn't. I couldn't. I just don't have the room. Second of all, some of the toys I have are blood-borne to me. They're blood-bonded to me, so they're not going to get used on anybody else, so I don't need to take them. I actually have some toys I don't even use anymore because they're blood play toys and they're not easy to disinfect. Right. So I've stopped using them. And I'm, re- I'm slowly replacing them. And I don't, I haven't thrown them out. I guess I could technically throw them out. But I, I feel weird about that. Uh, then I have other toys. Like I do have a single tail that I don't know how to use. I didn't purchase it. It was, it was somebody gave it to me. So that's going to sit there until I actually ever have the time to learn how to use it. And certain, you do end up with favorites. So yeah, so some that are no longer the favorites don't get used that much. Kind of like the toys from Toy Story. If you're not the favorite, you don't get played with that often. Pretty much. How oh do my you God. feel about that? I was just thinking that hopefully they're into humiliation and degradation. Your your toys? My toys. Because how humiliating that I don't pick them. Well, okay. Think about it. If they're anything like you, probably not. So they're probably just pissed. Oh, wow. I am sorry. You know, they've, sorry. They've bonded to you, so... Sorry. Sorry, toys. I'm really sorry. I mean, here's the thing, though. I go through the same thing, except I I bring all my stuff because, well, almost all of it. I do leave some things at home because, like Rara said, it's like it's not practical to bring everything 
Uh, let's see. I've got a couple of old writing crops that I don't use anymore. I, you know, got better versions of them. Uh, I don't bring a lot of my like repair stuff. I have lots of different kinds of fabric that I don't bring and a um, couple of bags of tinsel that I still have at home. That's the one that's the hardest to clean. I got to tell you. Yeah. But like, I mean, my so my needle supplies, I have, I don't want to bring, but, excuse me. <clears throat> See if, there you go. So my needle supplies, for example, right? I get them in boxes of 100. Mm-hmm. I am not going to bring a thousand needles with me. You're not? You don't want to do a thousand needles? I, yeah, no. I wonder if, um, who's your needle top? What's their name? Learning Curve. Yeah, I wonder if Learning Curve brings like a thousand needles for Learning Curve probably does. Though, probably not all of it. Like, I bring, when I go on, on demo nights, I bring some of every size I have. And then I keep the boxes of whatever's left back in my dungeon, and then I replace. So I don't bring every one of those. I don't bring my blood play toys if I'm not playing. I have multiple staple staplers. I don't need to bring every single stapler I have with See, me. And here, I believe, is a prime example of why kink is so fucking expensive. My stuff is at least reusable for the most part. Yours is not. No. The staplers are not, and I get them at about... Ten dollars a stapler kit, and, and that can add up. That can. So what I tend to do is, if somebody approaches me for the most part and wants to do staples, if if we know in advance, and this is plans in advance, I send them the link to where I get the staplers, and they can get their own. Okay. Um, but I do keep a few stash on hand. But it can go crazy if I had to do that. Our friend Bobby is extraordinarily generous with us, with people about that. And I don't know how he does it. I'm cheap. Yeah. Well, so some people make more money than we do. So yeah, our, our chosen professions are not exactly for the money. <laughs> um, but needles, for example. Yeah, it sounds like no big deal. It's $5 for a box of 100. It sounds like no big deal when you say it like that. But if you do... I, shit, I don't know. I feel like that would just well, be I a lot. Well, I did like six or seven needle scenes at every, you know, I do anywhere between like five to seven needle scenes at an event. And I'm not even 100% the needle top at those events. I'm needle and demo. I mean, and mm-hmm. impact. Mm-hmm. If I just did needle scenes the whole night. And then, I, I mean, I'm always trying to replenish, to offer to replenish my needle top stuff because I feel guilty. Because when when they do scenes with me, it's not like I'm just doing a few needles. I'm doing a lot. Like I've done 50 needle scenes. I've done 145. I feel guilty, which is why for my birthday needle scene, I bought the needles. Right. No, that makes sense. You would buy them for your scene. Right. Because I wanted, I didn't want them to be out of pocket. No, that Um, makes total sense. I'm very fortunate. My regular needle bottom has, has... when I first st- got into doing needles, they bought some of the supplies. We kind of went half seas on it because mm-hmm. they know that they would be my regular pin cushion. Well, for my birthday scene, I'm, I'm getting, so it's going to be splashing and I'm going to be 
getting a couple of things for it, but then somebody else offered to get the icing. And I, and I've got a shit ton of sprinkles that I'm bringing leftover from like Little's parties. So I'm providing a lot of it, but then this person wanted to provide some parts of it, like as a birthday gift to me, Mm -hmm. which, you know, totally works. If they want to do that, that's great. Yeah. I also like to have a wide variety of toys from, for, for impact scenes because not everybody likes every type. So I'll have floggers and I haven't really run into anybody who doesn't like floggers, but I'm sure there are people who don't. Um, canes definitely run into people who don't like canes. I was going to say, yep. <laughs> don't really like those paddle. You don't like any of it. It's impact. No, um, no, I'm okay with floggers. The way yeah. you did it that one time was great. Yeah. Paddles. And I, and then there's different kinds of paddles. You've got your leather paddles versus your wooden paddles. And some are big and some are small. And each one is going to give a different sensation. But I really, I am trying to curtail my, my, toy collection habit not succeeding but i'm trying and isn't that half the (laughs) battle Uh, and i'm really trying to say i'm not going to buy anything that i already own unless of course it's damaged enough to replace it anything that i get at this point is going to be new and different now is it a hundred percent new and different well no it still let's say would fall within the paddle category but the new toy that is coming that i'm getting is got raised bumps on it so that the race bumps, it looks like a paw print. Oh, that's cute. Right? That is not a paddle I already own. Well, also, your one of your last purchases was a special commission that was specifically the, uh, was a Pink Kink podcast style. Yes, it was. It's the Aftercare Salami Cooch Cumber Paddle. Well, that was obviously necessary. Necessary, yes. Then I got another paddle that is looks like tire tread. <laughs> so why so while yes it all falls under paddle you can see those are three very different types they're different sensations so so yeah so i i'm hoping i haven't purchased anything since apparently i did purchase that paw paddle we'll see how long this lasts all right but I, so I bought needles you... instead okay well that doesn't count so i was going to ask you what are you up to as far as hello this is day zero or whatever it is without purchasing anything for kink. So what are you at? Um, Not good. Zero. Well, I did, as I said, I did recently buy the, the needles Mm -hmm. and then I did buy, I mean, I bought the stuff for the podcast count. I bought stuff for the podcast yesterday. Um, no, it'll have to be for you personally. For me personally. Yeah. Yeah, So the podcast account is a totally different thing. So I'm probably up to disclose count. No, it has to be. Wait, is it kink clothes? Yeah, the clothes for kink events. Yes, that counts. Then about a week. Okay. Um. So I have to return something that I bought for kink. Uh, my my dress that I was going to wear for my birthday. I didn't like it, so I have to return that. I'm still waiting for my next order to come in. So let's actually talk about that because in this article, and I will link the article in the show notes, this article is by Bruce, uh, by Ray Spannon. And if you guys don't know who Ray Spannon is, you should, should look him up. He is, he is well known in the kink community as an educator. Okay. So he, he when he referred to the 80, 20 rule that we use 20% of our stuff, 80% of the time, 
he wasn't referring to just things like gear and sex toys. You know, he's also talking about outfits and stuff. You know, one of the things, at least in our area, so I'm not going to speak for all areas, we have, our dungeon tends to have theme events. So risque is every month, but every month it's a different theme. Bruise and blush are every month, but it has a different theme every month. Sinful and well, naughty has a different theme every months. month. Right. But it's the same person running them. Yes. So, um, and, and a lot of people, one of the things when I do through my private parties, people always reach out and go, well, what's the theme? And I refuse to do themes for my parties unless they're super generic theme, like it's a birthday or it's a celebration of pink kink or it's because. Holiday. Holiday, right? Because you end up spending a lot of money constantly buying outfits to go for these themes. And Actually, I have one of my favorite parts. Right, but it gets expensive. And if yes, you're it does. if you're if you're limited, I know I have discovered the joys of um shh, I never say this right because I'm not no, I don't think we know how to pronounce it. Sheen. Sheen, okay. Um, I've discovered the joys of Shein because it's not expensive. And if the stuff gets ruined after like two wears, I don't cry about it. Nah, it's, it's fine. I, I have become an expert on recycling things, uh, outfits. I've got a tutu. I've got about five different colored tutus that I can like combo out. I've got lots of different black leather and lace things that I can wear with different colored tank tops or, you know, whatever underneath it. And then a lot of it is just crafting headpieces or makeup to go with those things. Mm -hmm. So I've gotten pretty good at that. Yeah. See, my problem is, is I need to just, I need to match the theme and I need to take into account what my purpose is that night. Am I topping? Am I bottoming? Am I hostessing? Because depending upon what I'm doing, will change what I'm wearing. So for example, I was hostessing. I could wear heels because if, if I needed to, I, I'd have to worry about my balance. Like I do if I'm topping, mm -hmm. um, if I'm bottoming, I need to be wearing something that can get on and off really easily without any help. I don't have to and worry about that if I'm topping because th the outfit's staying on. I mostly top at these things. Uh, so I usually pick an outfit that I can uh, switch out because like I'll go and I'll be cute and wear cute shoes and then partway through I'll switch out because I'm fucking dying yeah. or I'm way too hot and I need to put my hair up or something. Yeah. And if I'm if I'm topping, I need to be able to move yes, and get my arms up to, and get my arms up to impact and do all of that. I mean, I always have. And then if assuming it's clothes that are not vanilla enough that I can just walk out the door with them. I've got to put something on either over it or change out. It's one of the reasons you'll almost never see me in a corset. Corsets are just oh, way, corsets. they're, they're gorgeous, but they're way too complicated and restrictive for what I do. Yeah. It's really difficult to a get in and out of those things. Uh, unless you're like a corset expert. And most of the time they're, they're literally designed to have somebody else do it for mm -hmm. you, like put it on you. So that part's difficult. And they're so restrictive that it's very, very difficult to top in them. I've done it, but it's really hard. Right. And as hard as it is in electro, it's impossible as far as I'm concerned in impact. I've well, seen yeah, people- Yeah, that's a lot harder. I've seen people do it 
I'm guessing maybe they do a different level. I mean, when I'm doing impact, and I'm almost always doing impact on a St. Andrew's cross. It's just whatever reason that works. I, I've done impact scenes on spanking benches for people who need it. But uh-huh. I would say more than 85, 90% of the time, I'm doing it on a St. Andrew's cross. And I'm moving around the person. Sometimes I will literally get down on my knees so I can get just the right spots. If I'm doing the double-handed spankings, I am on my knees so I can get right in the right place. So I need to be comfortable. I wear flats when I top for impact. Yeah, and I, I usually and, end up in flip-flops. Right? And if I am topping for needles, I want to be in flats too because I don't want to be starting to put a needle in you and lose my balance. <laughs> that, that just is a recipe for disaster. I'd kind of like to see that though. Would you? There'd be blood involved. Uh, No, never mind then. That's what I, I thought. Just wanna, no, I want to see you lose your balance though and kind of fall over. I think that'd be funny. Oh, and, and I do that because if I'm bending over to get stuff, my boobs throw my balance off and I fall. But it's not good because we laugh. But that's I mean, not for kink. That's just no. every day. And the advantage is, is I'm not very far from the ground. So I don't typically get hurt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, but I know, and, and Dar and I both experienced this, right? So we get to the events and we put our toys out to get ready. And mm-hmm. people are like, ooh, ah, oh my God, you have so many toys. Because we do, actually. I don't know if you've seen these, like if we've posted pictures, and I think we have, but we I both know I have, have a very, very impressive toy collection. But we also do this as a job. I mean, is it our main source of income? No, no, by, by no means. But we do it as a job. So for us, it's the equipment of the job. It doesn't mean you need to have all these. You do not need to have 10 different paddles. So, yeah, and as a job, we mean we both demo, uh, but there's some uh, certain points. There is some cash involved with demoing. It just depends on what you're doing. We both do it with well, actual. We get, we get paid. We, yeah, we it, get I mean, compensated it's a, it's for a paid, it. It's a paid event, and we are staff, and we get paid for it, for being staff members. Not every event is going to be like that, though. No, it depends, it depends on the person right. running it. Um, we've done classes where we've gotten paid for it. Um, we do, yeah, there's, there's a lot of different things involved, but again, not our main gig, clearly. I mean, I have to laugh. It's thank God we did that, the TSA traveling with toys episode, because I'll be traveling with toys next month and I know what to do, which is check my luggage. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I actually did have to travel, uh, carry on with my electro gear once. Ah, it was a very small plane. There was no check. Oh, goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, considering I'm going to be traveling with my state with some with a stapler gun and needles. No, go ahead and check all of that. And a spiked paddle. God, you're like carrying an arsenal. Well, I get to talk about my favorite thing, blood play. Ugh. Yeah, <laughs> just explain that to TSA and you'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I do, I do wish I could. I would love to set like a recording device on my suitcase. So as it's going through all the, the checks and the x-rays to see the expression uh-huh. and the discussion that'll happen on the worker's face. What the fuck does this bitch have in her suitcase? Guys, come here. Look at all this stuff. Yeah. Oh, my God. What is this? Can yeah. we touch it? <laughs> Don't touch it. Don't. We touch are not it. bloodborne. Blood we, are blood, we are not blood bound. 
was going to say, are you a pathogen now? Well, some people think I am. <laughs> <laughs> well, we know Voldemort thinks you're a pathogen. Your yeah. ex probably thinks you're a pathogen. No, I the guy who know. named you Kinky Which Karen. Yeah. The guy thinks that well, the guy named me Kinky Karen, yes. The one is dead, so I don't think he really counts anymore. Yeah, but I don't think the second one despises me as much. Eh, okay, that's true. As much, you say. Okay. Well, we I, now, if you had asked him at the beginning of our divorce, yes. But I think we've reached a decent place right now. You're good. Not that he still doesn't piss me off or I'm sure I piss him off. I just don't care anymore. Because you have no fucks left. I am out of fucks. Oh, so I had a day Thursday. No, whatever day. I think it was Thursday where I had no fucks. And I feel like you will appreciate this. My boss, I walk into I walk in for this meeting and my boss goes, smile. Oh, he didn't. He did. Oh, he did not. And I said, I just looked at him and I was like, my dog is in the hospital. No. Like she had an emergency surgery. I'm not feeling very smiley right now. Also, what a old cis white man thing to say. Yeah. Would he have ever said that to another guy? Oh, he says it to everybody. He's a complete misogynist. Okay. Yes. If he says well, it no, to, not no. to a man, not That's to a man, saying. but that to every yeah. woman. Yes. Right. Yes. Okay. And then... Uh, same meeting, five seconds later, another man sits down next to me and I did the thing where I like up and down him, you know, and just use my eyes. And I was like very judgy look. And I said, can you manspread any further? <laughs> and everybody, like, even the next day people were coming up to me. They're like, damn, you were really, uh, were you okay yesterday? I was like, no, I have no fucks left for these dudes in the, in, in our building. Like, no, as many times as I have to meet with them and sit with them. No, I'm not fucking dealing with this anymore. <laughs> Fuck all of them. There you go. That's the attitude. Yeah. Well, except that I decided I had no fucks left. I was trying to channel my inner rah-rah. Aw. Yeah. But your inner rah-rah would be more, um, less rude. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My inner rah-rah should have said, could you um, move your legs away from me? They're kind of encroaching on my space a bit here. Yeah. Also, I don't know if you noticed, but I fractured my foot the other day. If you would, you're getting a little too close with your foot. If you wouldn't mind. And I went, no, can you stop man spreading all over my space, please? Yeah. See, that's the difference. I, I'd get them to, to stop doing it, but they'd think that they were being helpful and kind. So they'd be less pissed I about it. I don't want them to feel helpful and kind. I yeah. want them to feel bad about it. Now, I gave up on trying to make them feel bad about it. I just want what I want. And as long as I get <laughs> what I want, they can feel however they want. No, I want to make them feel like shit. Yeah, see? No. I think that's the difference. You know what? That's the difference, which is why you're into CBT and I'm not. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? <laughs> that's what it is. I Ew, did I just <laughs> accidentally CBT a, CBT a co-worker? Pretty much. <laughs> Oh, I emotionally wrecked his balls. <laughs> God. Hey, just another day ending in Y. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I'm going to pull us back to the topic at hand because yes. we've been all over the place with this. Yes. Well, this is the ADHD episode. Right? So, so pretty much. So in the article, Bannon talks about the fact that, yeah, we all want the shiny new toys, but the reality is we, we buy all the stuff that sits and gathers dust for the most part. And so he recommends that before purchasing something, really pause and think about it for a minute. The, you, unlike me, who's like, oh, shiny bauble, I, I want. I was going to say, that is, there is no way you're going to do that. 
no, I listen, don't do as I do, do as I say. Oh, I was just thinking, I was like, nope, have you no. met Rora? No, I am all the things you shouldn't do. <laughs> but if you are a if you are a smarter person than I, <laughs> think to yourself, will you really truly use that particular toy often enough to make the purchase worthwhile? It's one of the reasons, for example, there is a company that makes floggers. High high quality floggers. They're stunning. They're gorgeous. They are an investment that it is going to last you for a long time. I don't buy them. Not because it's not worth the amount of money, not because it's not a fair price for the product, but because I know for myself, I'll use that product. And then another product will come along the way. And I'll be like, Oh, look at this new shiny bubble. So for me, spending money as an investment doesn't work for the way I play. But somebody else, it absolutely does work. And that's what you have to stop and think about. You st- first, is the price a good price for what you're buying? Second, and this is an important one, even if it's a good price or not, do you got the money? Yeah, that's the problem. Okay. And then third, is it worth it for you and the way you play? Somebody else, as I said, I know a lot of people who will tell me they're saving up because they want to buy a flogger from this company. And I'm like, that's great. That's awesome. You should do that. It's a good goal. I can say I'm going to do that. And then, ooh, toy. Yeah, so you could buy one flogger from this company and it's amazing. Or you could buy six floggers from a, another place and just like have a huge amount of variety. It depends on what you want. Yeah. Sometimes I want filet mignon and sometimes I'm good with chicken nuggies. I did. I did. I did. Yes. I'm going to have some chicken nuggies now. <laughs> I want them. So it's right. But again, you don't have to spend a ton of money. If you don't want to, you can. There's a lot of toys out there. If you do have extra cash and want to spend it and be a toy collector, but you don't have to, it is not a requirement. First of all, not only are there pervertibles, but oh, I don't know, there's things like your hands. They just, they (laughs) come with your body. And at least from, from an impact world, they're very handy dandy. Ah, you took it. I was going to say they're pretty handy. Yeah, I know. I saw it already. Dang it. Sorry. No, you're not. No, I'm not. Um, but whether it's fetish clothing or kink gear or sex toys, whatever it is, expand your horizons. Look at a wide variety of pervertibles, companies, and really think before you purchase. Don't be me. I am an <laughs> impulse buyer. I really am. Ooh. And and Sire Don knows this, which is why he's forever sending me pictures of whatever he's working on. Oh, yeah. And then it's like, hey, Rara. And he, like, but he sent like it to me this? in pink. He knows well enough to know that if he sends it to me in like a green or purple color, I would be like, oh, that's cute. But he sends you it can, to me. You in, can resist. You can right? resist the other colors. I can't resist the pink. He should start just making all of his like uh, Debo stuff in pink. It's yeah. Because he knows he'll just get at least so, one sale. My goal right now is not to buy any more toys. It's always a goal. I just never succeed at it. But it's always my goal. 
Okay, for how long? No, just ever. Because I don't need anything. Not including, hold on. Not including needles because those have to be replaced. So we're not including needles. Okay. Uh, I was going to say, why don't you set yourself for another week? And then that's an achievable goal. Because you've already done one week, right? Yeah. How about for the okay. rest of the month of, of August, which is when we're recording this? Okay. That's fine. Then you can, okay, wait, the rest of the month of August is like a week though. <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's it, okay. A, it's two weeks. It's it's a two weeks. Almost. Yeah. All right. Go for two weeks and then you can buy yourself something nice for your birthday. Yeah. Okay. I don't know that I'm going to, I haven't decided yet what I'm buying myself for my birthday this year because I will be in Florida for my birthday. Mm, so in some ways I feel something. that's, and in some ways I feel like that's my birthday treat. Cause no, I'll be eating out. I'll be eating out at restaurants. I'm not driving so I can drink. I'm not driving or Ooh, kinking. Can I drink okay. and teach about kink or is that? Probably frowned upon. Yeah. I did have, I did have an epiphany as I was lying in bed two nights ago. Cause okay. I've been, well, I've been struggling about the class I'm teaching and how my angle and how I want to do it. And it came to me while I was lying in bed. Okay. And I'm so excited now. I'm like, not that I wasn't already excited, but I'm super excited about how Are you how going to tell what it is? Oh, do you want me to tell? Well, yes. I'm yeah, sitting, okay. I thought that's what the point oh, of the story sorry. was. I'm like, well, waiting. It's about blood play. So I wasn't sure you'd really want to even hear it. Uh, go ahead. All right. So the convention is the Smut Lovers Convention in Orlando, Florida. I believe there may be some readers signing. There some tickets left for the author signings on Saturday, the 23rd. And this will come out in enough time. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm also, hopefully, they'll like me enough to ask me back in 24. Mm -hmm. 2024, because I want to do it again. So your epiphany was? So my epiphany was uh, that I'm going to not teach them about blood play from a clinical standpoint of do this to avoid problems, do it in this order, be aware of this, that. I'm going to be teaching it from a scene standpoint to give them ideas for scenes to include in their oh, book of scenes. Nice. So when I talk about needles, I will talk about the scenes that I've done with the 145 needles in a circle. I will talk about the lobos, the um, lots of big ass sharps. You're um, going to have to include your birthday scene. Exactly. Include my birthday scene, different things that they can do. When I talk about, Staples. Talk about the different corsets you can do with the staples. And you could also do, I just recently, um, I don't want to say learned more. It was more like, oh my God, I guess I, of course I can do that. Just didn't think about it. Mm -hmm. um, again, Bobby, bless his heart. Another person who loves needles as much as I do sends me people who are doing artwork with needles instead of using ribbon, which is thicker dental floss. Oh, to make, um, mandalas and different artwork so all right cool so that's how i'm going to present it and then i'm going to put together a document with um links to photos on fetlife okay that'll be very handy so that yes. they can see and, but you are going to include the safety stuff in there too right well yes because i'm i want them to talk about 
how they were careful about certain things, but I don't have to go as in depth into it because I'm not teaching them how to do a blood play right. scene. I'm teaching, teaching them, them how, how to, do this, write, how to the write a scene. Okay. That sounds awesome. So that's the epiphany that I had. I was very excited and proud of myself, actually. Good. I'm glad you had such a great apostrophe. You don't get that joke, do you? I don't get that joke. Okay. Are you going to explain it? Or? Well, uh, I don't know. You didn't explain your epiphany very well until I had to tell you to do it. No, it's uh, it's from Hook. Okay. I think I've only seen Hook once a very long oh, time ago. I love that movie. Anyway. So yeah. now epiphanies are always apostrophes. Okay. I would have thought they'd be an exclamation point, but that's just me. Nope. He says, I've just had an apostrophe. And then Hook says, I think you mean an epiphany. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, she, yeah. Okay. People who are my age will, will understand and totally care and get it. Okay. Well, I've looked at the demographics. There's more people your age and my age listening to us. So, okay. Oh, well, thank goodness, because they're going to feel really stupid if they don't get it. <laughs> All right. So people let us know. Did you get it? Did you get Did it? Did you get it? <laughs> That'll be funny. I'm like, no, I have no idea what she's talking about. She's so weird. Yeah. Anyway, so thank you for listening to us ramble. We always We We had that. a point. We made a point. Didn't we make a point somewhere in here? Yeah. With the needles. Ha ha. She's making I'm really tired. Look at that. You make needle jokes. I do. I make needle jokes now. This is my thing. Yeah. Look what I've done to you. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> Just a year ago, you would never have made a needle joke. And now you're making a needle joke. I'm making my own needle jokes. <laughs> I'm impressed with myself. <laughs> I look how much I've grown in kink. There you go. You've opened <laughs> your mind. You're more accepting. Um, well, let's not yeah. go that far. Yeah, but so you'll, you'll bear with us. Not every episode we create has a point, has, has, has is an award winning episode. Oh, no, this one's award winning, just not for the usual reason. <laughs> Sometimes you just end up with us when we're tired and sick and not making any sense, which I think think people like so i think we're okay i hope so well we'll see <laughs> we're gonna find out okay bye bye thanks for hanging out with us today if you have a question you would like answered or just have a story about the lifestyle you want to share, you can send us a voicemail and maybe it'll be featured in an episode. Just go to pinkkinkpodcast.com to contact us. Follow us on social media. On Twitter, Instagram, and FetLife, we are Pink Kink Podcast. And on TikTok, we are Pink Kink Podcast 2.0. Join our Facebook group, Pink Kink Podcast and hang out with other pink kinksters. If you love what we do and are able to help support us, we are on Patreon. Just look for us on patreon.com slash pink kink podcast. You can also help support our affiliates, which benefits small businesses and pink kink. Even if you can't show your support financially, there are other ways you can help. You can spread the word about our kinky podcast and tell your friends about us. You can also rate and review Pink Kink on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. The five-star reviews really help. Don't forget to subscribe to Pink Kink so you don't miss a minute of the fun. New episodes come out every Friday.
Until next time, stay pretty, stay safe, and stay twisted. 